Ladies and gentlemen, Opposite Attractions proudly presents a new Ellen's Energy Adventure. Attractions, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host for this evening, Scotty Moore, joined as always by contestant number one, Stupid Jim. What is Albert Einstein? Incorrect. It's brain power, Jim. Because uh, this week we are, of course, going to try to fix Ellen's energy adventure. And I'm going <laughs> to let you know right now, I spent all of my brainstorming time watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Your so brain, that's kind of... It's your brain gonna, this power week's gonna to be, ladies. Yeah, you know, it's about to become like the fucking J- Lonely Island song, Jack Sparrow, where they're just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I wrote a song, and I'm like, and then all of a sudden, Nina West comes out, and she's doing a dance for Ellen. <laughs> and then Brooklyn and Evie have a sick lip sync battle. And Ellen's like, take this, Judy. Uh, But before we do that, I know we said that we're going to try to avoid theme park news this season, but I feel like we can't. We can't (laughs) avoid what happened. We can't avoid the the star, the the war of the stars. How much have you read? Because I've only read like a review someone did where they, they were like, the toilets are themed perfectly perfectly with everything else and i'm like they okay. do play uh they apparently they do have like a radio station that plays in the bathrooms that's like star wars based music and stuff and they apparently that's cool. i think they said in one of the one of the bathrooms like if you go by the one wall like every once in a while it sounds like there's something like crawling around in the pipes oh my god well I can't even say that's the worst, because the Moaning Myrtle, like, ghost, dead girl ghost bathroom at Universal might be the worst thing to ever happen. So I don't know if they can one-up that. But yeah, I saw that. I saw they apparently have a Jar Jar Binks, like, golden statue as an Easter egg somewhere. But what what have you read about um, it? Because you apparently know more than I do. I, the, the, uh, somebody posted, like, a 45-minute video walkthrough that I did not really watch. I skipped through it a little bit, but it was like the place was empty. It was, like, I guess during, like, media time or something. Like, yeah, yeah. there was, like, 50 people in the whole land, and this person was just, like, walking around going, check this out and check that out, and I just kind of skipped through it. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah, it looks I buck wish wild. the trash cans were better themed, but that's because I'm a horrible human being with uh, petty, petty... Are they, like, normal Walt Disney, like... Yes, they are. Trash cans? Oh, yes. okay. They're just like they didn't... pretty and pristine, and they have like little logos on the side that say like something like Star Wars. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't think they say Star Wars, but they have like a symbol of some kind on the side. Yeah, yeah. they didn't do the uh, J.K. Rowling saying that the Universal badges were too bright, so they had to make them look dirty for Harry Potter World. They're like, dirty up this trash can. Make that trash can gay. It's gay now. <laughs> I said it J.K. on Twitter. Rowling. J.K. Rowling made all the trash cans gay in Harry Potter world because she can do that now. Uh, is it bad? She's 
gone such a 180 in my head that earlier today, Emily was looking at her phone and she goes, J.K. Rowling's releasing three new Harry Potter books. And my immediate reaction was just, ah, fuck, son of a bitch. Fifty, a- Fifty Shades Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, apparently it's just like some, um, did like small, what they called them like bite sized reads, and it's just the books you get for your first year at Hogwarts, and that's it. So, JK Rowling is now basically just trying to make Hogwarts real at this point. I'm writing um, textbooks now, yeah, yeah, that's what she's into now is textbook Wait, writing. So, the thing I saw the most was the first like review I saw of the, the Millennium Falcon ride was like this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in a theme park. That was, like, the first review I read. And it was by, like, Holy the New York shit. Times or something. It was some, like, major publication. It wasn't, like, a Disney nerd, like, on a blog right. just being like, check it out. But then I saw all these other people that are like, it's a glorified arcade game. This sucks. And I'm like, okay. So I you're some... I, I feel like the real answer is somewhere on that timeline. And it's probably closer to the good side than the bad side. But I don't yeah. know how much. I, I was, there is a point of view video and I kind of watched it a little bit and it is kind of yeah, yeah. buck wild. Like they score you at the end. You do get a score. So it's, it's star tours meets buzz Lightyear meets well, waiting five hours, like mission space type. Of, apparently. So the idea is like the pilots fly, the gunners like shoot at stuff. And then if you're like the, the, the engineer in the back, like, it basically, if, like, your pilot crashes or if, like, uh, your gunner doesn't shoot a TIE fighter and it shoots you, like, the, the engineers can hit things to, like, fix your ship and, like, help it repair itself. Wait, are there only three people There's that six. ride at a TIE? six. Is it just one? Or is it, like, um, it's two Pandora? It's two of each uh, position. Okay, I'm now I'm now going towards the bad people because like if only six people can ride it at a time. Yeah, but I think there's like at least four or eight like theaters running at a time. Oh, okay, okay, that was what I was asking. I think, so I think there's like, like a lot of I think they use some kind of trickery to like when you get up to where you're getting ready to ride the ride where there is like a bunch running at once. There might only be four running at a time, yeah. and it. And, like, the vid- the point of view video I watched was 15 minutes long, and I want to say that, like, 12 minutes was the cue, so. Yeah. It's not like Jim, a super you're... long ride. We're never riding this ride. I'm just gonna put that, this is never happening, I don't think. And if I do, I probably end up being the shitty engineer that's been- with, like, two people who are just nailing it at running the ship, so I never do anything. If- if you are in the, I think if you're in the the right pilot chair, you're the person that like controls uh, or like hyperspace or hyper light speed or whatever. So oh, like, fuck. there's a point where it's like go to light speed, and like that person gets to hit the switch, and then it's like woof. And they said so. That, it's essentially it's essentially the Star Wars arcade cabinet where you sit down and play, but you've got more stuff on it. Yeah, I think there's also an autopilot this setting. So if you just want to like ride it just to like see all the visuals, you can just like autopilot it and let it yeah. go. And I guess okay. that's for that's good for like in 45 years when the ride's no longer popular and only like two people are riding it at a time. Yeah, <laughs> they can just What's autopilot the, um... the rest. 
What are the other rides? I know there's Millennium Falcon, but are there other ones announced? Yeah, the Rise of the Resistance attraction is not open yet. Oh, okay. And they said what that that, that thing is so, like, immersive and, like, long. Because some people were saying that, like, the whole experience from, like, the pre-show to the end was, like, 25 minutes long. And that it was almost, like, three or four attractions, like, stuck together. Oh. Because the idea I is can... that you're going to space to, like do something and you get trapped by it like on a star destroyer and then they're like taking you to like be like jailed and then you escape and you're in like a little pod and then you have to like get back down to the planet somehow so apparently there is some kind of a drop in the ride somewhere like a like a pirates of the caribbean or like a maelstrom kind of a drop yeah yeah but i don't know how that actually works I think I could fuck with this one a whole lot more. I think I could probably fuck with the Rise of the Resistance more than and then, Arcade. Uh, I d- I, you worked at Universal, and I didn't... Did they consider the wand, like, experience to be an attraction? I mean... Was it on kinda, the map as an attraction? It's not on the map as... I mean, like, you could look at the map, and they'll be like, over here is fucking... Ollivander's wand shop and that, but they're not like this is an attraction. They because, considered it a show because it is technically a show where you watch one child go up there, or in my case, one very drunk bearded man get up there and play with a wand for well, five minutes. There, the thing is, on the uh, map of Disneyland, and I'm assuming this will be the case for Hollywood Studios, they list the Droid Depot and the like lightsaber building thing as attractions i mean maybe they could be shows where like you go in and there's just like an old man like i watched you construct a lightsaber well i watched a video of the lightsaber thing and they it doesn't look that appealing but people said like in person it's actually pretty cool but the droid depot is kind of like one of those sushi conveyor belts full of like droid pieces and you just chuck them together and then you pay a hundred dollars to keep it (laughs) I think I could still fuck with it. I think I could fuck with all of this. It sounds amazing. The lightsaber um, thing, but... it appears that it's like it's like two hundred dollars for the lightsaber, but really it's like a hundred dollars for the for like the handle, I guess, and then yeah. like fifty dollars for the crystal and then fifty dollars for something else. So like once you get one part, you can like kind of mix and match. You, you don't have to pay another two hundred dollars, you can just buy different like add ons. So what you're saying is I could walk out of there with a $50 kyber crystal, and that's all I can... I'm just like, fuck all y'all, this is all I need. I don't know if you could just buy... I guess you could. I guess you could go in, like, yeah. the shop next door and buy one. They also sell, like, Sith, like, holocrons and stuff, and, like, Jedi things that are... That actually look pretty cool, but they're, like, obviously plastic. Yeah, yeah, Well, let's get back to good old Ellen's energy adventure, which, as I said, I don't have a great idea for, which is why I have brought another quiz to the table. Okay. And it's, if you were a season 11 RuPaul's Drag Race queen, <laughs> which one? No, I've got, a, uh, I've got a quiz on Epcot, because I couldn't find shit for Ellen. You couldn't, like, which Ellen are you? Are you 90s Ellen? <laughs> My um, favorite... So- thing about the the ellen version of the attraction was that for like a week it was called ellen's energy crisis and then they changed the name oh man no no i think that would be the name for the one i have a slight idea for probably because i think exxon mobile realized they maybe didn't want to have an attraction named after like a crisis yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) about like their fuel reserves 
But before we do that, I am on ohmydisney.com. I have I have Ralph breaks the internet into Oh My Disney. And I want to know how well we know Epcot. And question one of 11, Jim, how many fucking countries are in World Showcase? 11. Is it 11? I wasn't sure. Correct! It is 11. What is the top speed of Test Track? 65.8 miles an hour. (laughs) I was going to say, is it 65? All right. Hey, we got it. The Seas, with Nemo and Friends Pavilion, formerly the Living Seas, contains an aquarium holding over 6,000 sea creatures and how many gallons of salt water? There's choices, I assume. Yeah, 71,000, 860,000, 1.8 million, or 5.7 million. I think it's 1.8 million. I'm going to go with 5.7. It can hold Spaceship Earth in it. Yeah, that's the point, so... Let's do it. Yep, 5.7. What did Epcot originally stand for? Experimental project constructing our tomorrow. Education, practically community, optimism, triumph. Every person can obtain this. Or experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Every paycheck comes on Thursday. (laughs) Okay. Every person comes out tired. I think I think that was another one. <laughs> that was an option on the first quiz I looked like. Um, let's see. For which Epcot attraction did Imagineer Tom Fitzgerald write the catchphrase, If we can dream it, we really can do it. Horizons. Horizons universe of Tom energy. Tom Fitzgerald's Frank. also the uh, guy that did... Um, uh, he did a bunch of the stuff for Figment and... Mm-hmm. Um, something. He did a bunch of other rides. Yeah. He's kind of Well, like the it. options are Universe of Energy, Cranium Command, Journey into Imagination, or Horizons. It's, and Horizons. it's Horizons. And people quote that as Walt Disney as a Walt Disney quote, and it is absolutely not. Mm-hmm. How, how long is the World Showcase Promenade? 0.8 miles, 1 mile exactly, 1.2 miles, or 3.4 miles? It is 1.2 miles. Fuck, I walk, I walk a lot when I'm there. And uh, mostly in a, Di- not in a straight line, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney Imagineer Mark Sumner originally designed Soren using what? Tinker Ooh, Toys, uh, an erector set, blocks, or Legos? An erector set. <laughs> he said erector. What was Walt Disney's original version for, or vision for Epcot? Let's see. Um, Disney just Springs. A park- a park full of, oh, looks like nothing but IP? That's a weird choice. <laughs> uh, a housing complex and headquarters for Imagineers. A research and development outpost for theme park technology. A global theme park with pavilions to represent every country. Or a futuristic model community home to 20,000 residents. 20,000 seems like such a low number. Yeah. And it but was I meant to be that... temporary uh, temporary housing, too. Yeah, yeah, but it is that, right? Twenty thousand. Yes, it is that. Uh, it is that. The Fountain of Nations in the middle of Millennium Plaza. I didn't know this. Contains water from rivers and lakes from how many different countries? Oh, eleven, crap. eleven, twenty-three, forty-nine, or one hundred and eighteen. Um. Well, I, didn't I mean, even there's, know, a, there's did... I mean, there's eleven in the World Showcase, but I think when they did the waters thing, I think they had more countries. I want to yeah. say it's one hundred and eighteen. I didn't know this was a thing. I, we can do 118. Oh, that was the first one we got wrong. And it didn't even tell you which one was right. Oh, man. I'm going to look it up. 
Yeah. What is the exterior of the land pavilion designed to resemble? A volcano, a flower, a canyon, or a mountain? Uh -oh. It's gotta be... It's a mountain, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I mean, but the... But the side... Are they talking about the top, or are they talking about the, the, the walkway up? Because the walkway up is like canyon striation. I mean, I don't know, because it just says the exterior. <laughs> And you're right, it does look like a canyon. It's meant to be like a canyon. Um, I'm going to say canyon, and we'll see. Nope, we got that one wrong too. We're really fucking it now. Uh, it's probably a mountain then. It's 29 uh, water, water sources. 29? Okay. Each country in World Showcase has a sponsor. Which country is sponsored by the government of the real country it represents? Morocco. United is it Morocco? Oh yes, shit! I didn't know this one either. I'm yeah, the king so of much. Morocco sent his own like people to help build the buildings, and we got nine out of eleven correct because we're dinguses. So we we apparently know shit a shit ton about Epcot. The, the land is actually the biggest uh, Epcot pavilion. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks a lot. I don't know if uh, that counts Soren or not because that's a very very large building, but I think even without Sore, and I think it is very large because of all the greenery. Yeah. But, Jim, it's now time for us to fix my favorite drunk ride of all time, which is, of course, Ellen's Energy Adventure. And like I teased last week, I did start writing a rap that was essentially becoming a diss track against Stupid Judy at one point. And I was like, I can't, I can't let this become the rap season. And uh, my, my idea is not that well fleshed out, but it is kind of Ellen's energy crisis. And I don't know how we would pull it off, but I she, almost kind of... She's out of Red Bull. Yes. No, no, no. Uh, I, I almost like it having this slow-moving um, spaceship Earth kind of vibe. Except as you look around, it's some real Mad Max bullshit because <laughs> the world is out of energy. So you're seeing like old TV TV production things fall down and you're going through it and it's really, really slow. And then all of a sudden, it pulls up next to you on a big Mad Max vehicle. <laughs> it's fucking Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Nye the Science Guy in like this hell mask. And Ellen looks over and she's just like, well, hey, friends, we're going to ride on the Spire at midnight. Would you like to join us? Ellen, these guys can't hit, cut it. And then that's Bill Nye being a dick to you. <laughs> and that's when you look forward and you see the Spire, which is just this massive, like, thing in the distance. And so for the next part, it's it's very much kind of Fast and the Furious Supercharged, where you're going through the desert on uh, Ellen's... <laughs> Ellen's fucking murder bike <laughs> rushing through trying to find like the new source of energy for the world and um, you're rushing and like there are different bikes that come up and attack you and so you're like jostling back and forth and then finally you get up to the spire shoot up into the sky and then you land in the middle of the top of the spire in Ellen's murder bike and Ellen and Bill and I get out and she's just like, it's over. Give us the energy. We all need it. That's Bill and I. And then the, a voice just calls out and she goes, no, all of the energy is mine. Because Ellen, you taught me something very important long ago. And that's the most important power of all is brain power. 
And then the chair turns around, and who is it but stupid fucking Judy, that piece of shit. And, and, and Beekman from Beekman's World. And also Beekman, who's our new sidekick. And you look around, and like they were like, all of our... Uh, when Ellen introduces herself and Bill, she explains that like a lot of their posse has been claimed in recent weeks by the Spire, which is what we call like this overarching energy-sucking thing. And then, as stupid Judy reveals herself, you look around and you see think tanks. But they're real tanks with people on them, and they're turning into human... Fuck, I just realized I made the Matrix. Basically, (laughs) stupid (laughs) stupid Judy has turned people into living batteries that she's using to power the spire and power all of her surveillance, and she's taking over the world. And then you see Ellen and Bill Nye get sucked up, and then all of a sudden, stupid Judy's chair turns into a mech suit that gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and you race down the spire as the fucking mech suit's coming after you, chasing after you. You can see, like, cages on both shoulders that have Ellen and Bill Nye. You turn around, and then you have to go and battle off trying to save Ellen and Bill Nye. You knock the robot backwards. It falls onto the spire, goes through its stomach. Stupid Judy falls out. And then, like, Bill Nye steps on her neck and is like, your time's over. The energy's for everyone, but not like this. And that's when Bill Nye uh, uses the sides of the spire as um, solar panels. And he uses the solar panels to collect energy. And he's like, this is just as efficient and requires a lot less human batteries. <laughs> and you see energy go across the land. Everything starts to get better and better. And Bill Nye turns. He's like, you know what, kid? You're all right. Thanks. And then he high fives you. And then that's the end of Ellen's energy crisis. The Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> Ellen ride. My favorite thing about this would be watching Ellen try to, like, promote it on her show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, see, I thought about, dancing like... and, like, bringing, like, soccer moms on the stage and being like, you want to have us cut your arm off to be more like yeah. the ride? See, with me, I thought about, like, a logical sequel, and I'm like, there's no way to turn it into a ride. Because the ride itself isn't a ride. It's a movie that lets you go look at dinosaurs at one point. That's it. So I was like, well, it would be really cool to do, like, if I did write my rap, it was essentially going to be, like, Alan... It's the same situation. I was trying to think of something other than Jeopardy to put them in. But, like, stupid Judy's still there. That whole situation happens. Bill Nye's there, but you just update it to where it's no longer being like, Petroleum's an excellent form of energy. And so Bill Nye essentially swears at you for a while, convincing you trying to try to uh, use efficient forms of energy. And then, like, uh, at the end, Ellen once again shits all over stupid Judy. And then the Lonely Island writes, like, the rap. <laughs> So, like, there'd be a whole lot more celebrity cameo. I like the idea. Like, you could put it on ABC as, like, a 30-minute special. You have, I mean, like, special to be guests. Fair, yeah. Michael Richards did cameo in the in the original. I don't think that was a cameo. Because I'm fairly sure The Ride came out before Seinfeld came out. No, so The this Ride was, was 96. 
Oh, shit, you're right. So that means they just got Kramer to come around and be a fucking caveman for no reason. And light himself on fire. Yeah, it was uh, September of 96. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you would... I, I love the idea that, like... You'd have, like, Kevin Hart come out and teach you about, like, solar farming or something. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's that's my updated Ellen's Energy Adventure. That's how I made it better. Jim, what did you bring to the table? So, I went a uh, slightly different direction. I did have an idea. If it wasn't for the fact that we were kind of stuck with the, the kind of Energy Adventure sort of remake thing, I thought it would be funny to do a... And this would have to fit like in like Hollywood Studios or somewhere, but it'd be funny to do like a how they used to have the um, animation academies sort of thing with like they had the one that had like Robin Williams and Walter Cronkite or whatever in it, yeah. And then they had the one with Mushu. If it was like that, but it was showing you how animatronics were made because she didn't like how her animatronic looked after. Uh, oh shit, that's good. So it'd be like I it would you were be an educational say, uh, thing about animatronics, and I thought I think I thought that it would was be gonna like, be. Uh, I thought it was going to be teach me how to dance with Ellen DeGeneres and an animatronic <laughs> Ellen comes out and starts dancing. And well, then no, Donald I... Glover comes in and teaches her how to dance. Because <laughs> that boy can move. I did decide on something slightly different. This would be a... Uh, a half simulator, half, like, dark ride, sort of in the vein of... I don't exactly want to say test track because I think it would move slower than that, but I think it would be a little bit faster than like, yeah. um, like Spaceship Earth. So it might be like a people mover speed, maybe a little fat, like like maybe a little faster than the people mover. Yeah. But the idea would be that you would go into the uh, this room and you would sit in the little like motion theater you wouldn't really know it's a motion simulator but you'd be sitting there and you'd have this little pre-show that would be like ellen on her show that would be telling you that she was going to run this like zany ass obstacle course yeah and so she would show you this bonkers obstacle course and it would have like and it was, she, she'd call it like the energy obstacle course or something and it would have like um it would look like the show wipeout if you remember that, that, oh, that game show. Oh, hell yes, dude. So it would look like that, but there would be, like, stuff off to the side that would, like, correspond to different types of energy. Like, maybe there'd be, like, a chemical volcano reaction at one point. Yeah. Or there would be, like, the uh, like the, like the slinky drop thing for part of it. Like, this would be, like, on the outside of the... Yeah, like, oh, uh, like you could be walking across, like, a very thin beam, and there's wind farms blowing air at you, trying to knock you over. That, that, that would be a thing. I thought there'd be, like, could be some, like, fire effects, so, like, that's yeah. a form of energy. There could be, like, a trebuchet. That's gravity, sort of. Mm -hmm. That's, there's like, a, flinging a crap at her. <laughs> there's a maze you have to get through, but they turn the lights up really, really brightly, and they're, like, solar power. <laughs> uh, for solar, I... I had an idea for that, but it's so fucking dumb that <laughs> the the Jim, idea I for just the said you would blind them in a maze. Um, so. No, the idea is that for her to like time herself going through the obstacle course, she would take her cell phone and like plug it into the wall, and it would be yeah. like a little be like a little solar battery there, and she'd have it plugged in. And then oh, okay. you would watch her, so in the pre, like this pre-show sort of sit-down thing, you would watch her do the obstacle course, and it would be like super perfect. Like to a point where you would never expect Ellen to be able to do this obstacle course. Yeah, yeah. And then you would go into this second area where it would, 
and you would kind of follow along with her like a GoPro. So it would be like, so you'd be watching, so it'd be like this super fast, bumpy, like, holy crap, she's doing this whole obstacle. So there'd be like crap happening on either side of you, like the, the various energy things would be all around you, but you wouldn't be able to pay attention to them very well. And then you right. would get done and she'd be like, well, I'm going to show you how I managed to do that. And then you would go into this like second little area. And then this is where Bill Nye would pop up. Yeah, yeah. And he would explain that he gave, he basically drugged Ellen. <laughs> okay. So Ellen's on like essentially uh, PEDs. Yeah, yeah. That that because she's so energetic normally, it's kind of like ham from over the hedge. Like he gives her this like special drink and it, it she can like move to where like time is slowed down. Yeah. And that allows her to be able to like make perfect judgments to do all the obstacles. Mm. So once she explains that then, like, the walls of the motion simulator, like, fall away, and now, like, the obstacle course is in front of you, but everything, but then you go through it, but everything is in slow motion. Okay. So, like, you're, tr and the idea for the solar thing is as you get toward the end, it, like, uh, they, you would see the phone on the side, and you would watch it in, like, slow motion, like, gain a percentage of battery life. Motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> that would be the dumb, like, ending joke after, like, seeing, like, a, a giant, um, like, chemical, like, baking soda volcano and seeing, um, like, electric, like, lightning shooting through the air into, like, yeah. a, like a Tesla coil and, f like, crazy flames, but they're, like, in slow motion, some kind of weird, like, Pepper's Ghost thing going on, um, uh, like, the trebuchet shooting things, like, right in front of you, but they're going, like, super, super slow, so you, yeah. they don't hit you, you just, like, perfectly dodge them. Uh, could we like, do... I think one of the things we... I wanted to do was the slinky. Have oh, you ever yeah, seen? yeah. Like, they, they did it on Mythbusters this last year, where, like, they drop the slinky and, like, the top goes down, but the bottom stays where it is, like, so it's hovering. Yeah, yeah. Could we do a thing where, like, at the end, you see the time, and you realize you're not about to beat Ellen's time, and the PEDs start wearing off, so you start going back into normal speed, and then all of a sudden the ride gets super fucking fast as you go through, like, these last things, and it gets more exciting and more exciting, and then finally, boom, and then you see, you look over at your time, and you've beaten Ellen by, like, 0.1 seconds. Yeah, I had an idea that that if there was a way to do it, that, like, to the... Because I, I, I wanted to have a thing that you could load, like, multiple people in at a time. But yeah. they could do it as, like, one long track and just have, like, the... Have the obstacle course, like, do a U-turn. And so, like, the, the entire obstacle course takes as long as the previous scene, which takes as long as the pre-show, so that everything stays kind of timed out. Yeah, yeah. But there, there could be, like, a screen or something on the side where you would see like the same obstacle course, but she's running it as like a video screen. Oh, that's cool. So then you could see like where you're like how fast she's going compared to how fast you're going. Like she's challenging you to a race, but you're both like hopped up on, on Bill Nye's Jim. like magic juice. Jim, we're making Jimmy Fallon's race to New York, but on steroids, literally on steroids. Damn it. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, I do, I do like, and that's called the energy e extravaganza, the energy track. What I didn't was it? really have a have a name for that. I I didn't think about doing and really having a name. 
because I was Ellen's. more I liked I liked the animatron thing better just because I want to make fun of Disney and I want to uh, learn how animatronics are made. I, w- Ellen, I would like that as a nerd. Ellen's steroid adventure is what she made. Um, <laughs> Ellen's but, steroid uh, crisis when she is banned from professional sports. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm digging it. We've done it. We've fixed Ellen. But Jim, what are we going to fix next week? We've already fixed so much. <laughs> so I had two options. Both okay. of them are kind of insane. And I decided to go with something that is not a Disney attraction. Okay. And it is not a Universal Studios attraction. Okay, I'm fucked. I'm dealing with it. Okay. Because I am challenging you to fix probably one of your favorite attractions in the world, Blazing Fury at Dollywood. Oh, no! Oh, no! I know how to fix it! You set it on fucking fire! That's how you fix that garbage ride! Okay. Oh, no. Gatlinburg, which you did send me uh, another attraction that's uh, coming up in Gatlinburg soon, where you... Watch Princess Diana fucking die in a car crash. And I thought that was going to be in the UK somewhere. Yeah, you sent me it and you're like, the ride where you watch Princess Diana die and figure out if the royals had anything to do with it. I'm like, oh, this must be in the UK. Then I clicked through and they're like, no, this is opening in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. The city that liquor is slowly destroying. Is it? It's not in Dollywood, though. I don't think she would be. It, no, no, no. Keep... It's apparently they're opening a National Enquirer museum because that's the most Gatlinburg ass <laughs> bullshit I've ever heard of in my entire life. And uh, that's where it's going to be at. But until next week, until we fix this garbage fucking gar- literally flaming garbage pile of a ride, where can people find you on the internet, Jim? I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. Please go there and read all my tweet tweety tweets. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is spelled S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy all my books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods. Just type in Scotty Moore. You can find that right there. So check that out and check out all the other shows on a load of pure BS.com, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure if you like pro wrestling, check out Fight Boys. We're putting up, we just put up our live show we did at StarCast. It was an amazing time. We did it with Mega Ran and his podcast. Matt Mania. It was absolutely fantastic. So make sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. And check out all the older episodes at Opposite Attractions at Opposite-Attractions.com. And remember to support us, whether that be by uh, picking up merch, donating to the Patreon, like the Patreon Saint of Opposite Attractions, Ransom Meltzer, or if you can't do that, just leave us a review on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It would mean the world to us, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show that is spelled O P P A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?